0: want to welcome you to this week's episode of mornings with ron i can't believe we're on episode 28 already i had no idea when this started how fast it was going to actually catch on like wildfire and the feedback that all of you have been giving me is that um, we're certainly on the right track and i thank you for being a part of this journey as we go along delivering these messages every week Uh, Many of you have been telling me that you listen to the messages all at once. Some of you have been parsing them out and listening to one a day. However you do that, I really appreciate you being a part of this and uh, a part of what we're doing every week and tuning in to hear uh, our episodes as we deliver them. So as uh, I have done for the past few weeks, I've actually been giving random messages that have come from my morningswithron.com blog. And I'm going to continue to do that for a while. I hear from many of you that um, you think that I might be in your head on the day that I'm delivering the messages because it's something that you needed to hear or wanted to hear or something that's helping you with the situation that you're dealing with. And that's uh, what this podcast is all about. So with that, let's get on with this week's episode with the first message that actually came from a quote that I saw that said, one of the happiest moments ever is when you find the courage to let go of what you can't change. And so I titled this message, Change Can Be Freeing, But It Takes Courage. So how much of our life do we spend trying to change the things that we have absolutely no control over? And this can apply to people or situations or even unexpected events that happen in our lives. We spend so much time trying to change someone or something that ultimately we have no control to affect that we often waste precious time in our own lives that we could use focusing on nurturing our own souls. In reality, we have the ultimate control. I mean, if we're in a bad situation, we can get out. If we're in a bad work situation, we can change jobs. If we're in a bad living arrangement, we can move. However, staying in those situations and trying to change the person, work, or place to suit our needs usually only leads to a lot of wasted years in our own lives. Does that mean that we just walk away from anything that makes us uncomfortable? Absolutely not. We do owe it to ourselves to work together to make situations and relationships better to determine if there's a chance for change. However, we all know that at some point the realization comes that change is impossible. And it's in those situations where we have to be honest with ourselves, know that we have exhausted our options, and move on to a better life. Years ago, I was in a bad job situation i tried to change positions to another area of the company, tried different work hours, and even tried counseling to try to figure out if I was the problem. Nothing seemed to work. How did I know I was in a no-win situation? I was taking anxiety pills to go to work. I was taking sleeping pills to go to sleep at night. I didn't want to go anywhere or do anything. The situation I was in was not going to change. I had only one choice to maintain my sanity, and that was to leave and know that my ability to control the situation was gone. It was no longer the place for me, and I left 15 years behind and started over, and it was one of the best moves that I ever made in my career. Letting go is not easy. We invest our time, energy, resources, and love in people, places, and things. They become a part of the fabric of who we are, and tearing that fabric is no easy task but sometimes it takes tearing that fabric completely to be able to put on a whole new garment to see just how good change can feel. It takes courage, perseverance, and dedication, but it is possible. The moment you break free of that which is holding you back is the instant that life begins again, and oh, what a beautiful life it can be. This next quote that I saw for the second message said you have never really lived until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. And this message I titled, Giving Does Not Always Require Receiving. I really love this quote because one of the beautiful things about giving, especially in the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, is that we touch thousands of lives regularly. These are lives of people that we don't even know. During several of our campaigns a few years ago, we delivered to senior communities in all 50 states twice, And these are all seniors who we've never met, seniors we have no personal information on, and seniors that all deserve a little reminder that they are special. We do what we do with absolutely no expectation of repayment, as all our services are funded by donations. Unconditional giving is one of the most beautiful things in life and an integral part of how we operate. Many people give expecting to receive. I've always been one of those people that's always enjoyed the act of giving so much that it makes me socially awkward during the holidays and birthdays. I'm so excited to see others open the gifts that I've picked out for them that when it comes to my turn, it's a bit anticlimactic, at least for me. I also enjoy paying for the car behind me in the coffee line as I'm able to drive away without them ever knowing who I was. Giving is good for the soul. When it becomes an integral part of our life, it's what helps to make us well-rounded people. When I first started the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, we had to purchase all of our cards that were delivered to seniors. Slowly, as we advertised through Facebook and started to get followers, we began to receive handmade cards from some of the most generous people on the planet. In our third year of operation, we didn't buy a single card, yet we delivered over 40,000 cards. Think about it. All these people worked tirelessly on boxes of cards that they put in the mail and trust that we're going to get them delivered to seniors. Most have never met us, but believe in what we do so much that they want to be a part of something special. Others donate their time or money to help keep us going, all to help seniors that they have never met and who will never be able to repay them. That's the beautiful thing about the generosity of the human spirit. The desire to do for those that pave the way for all of us is strong, bright, and alive. Everyone has or has had a mother, grandmother, father, or grandfather, And we all feel that connection with the need to take care of them in those times when they can no longer take care of themselves. We feel the genuineness of doing something for those that will never repay us, and that is a beautiful thing. This next message was titled, Our Gifts Are Given to Share, and it came as a result of a quote I saw that said, Be someone's strength, be someone's inspiration, be someone's reason to never give up. When I first started MorningsWithRon.com, I had no idea where it was going to go. I mean, I knew I liked to write. I knew I had something to say, and I knew that I wanted to reach people. The question was, did people want to listen? And over a year later, I think those questions have been answered for me, and I certainly appreciate all the support that I've been getting for those of you who read the blog and those of you who listen to the podcast. You know, we're all given gifts and talents, and whether we choose to use them is completely up to us. Yet when we do, beautiful things happen many times without us even realizing it. Sharing our gifts often touch people in unimaginable ways, and sometimes in ways that will never be known to us. We say something that gives someone that extra strength that they need to get through the day. We share a talent that becomes that person's inspiration to nurture their own. Or we may share a gift in a way that touches a person's soul so much that their thought of giving up dissipates, and they find the strength to go on and not give up. I've received comments from many of you that something I've said in one of my writings or one of my messages resonated with you on that particular day, or it gave you a reason to look at something differently or act in a way that you may not have otherwise acted. It gave you courage to face a problem or a situation head-on and avert what could have made the situation even worse. That is what sharing your gifts and talents is all about. Sharing with others isn't about fame and fortune for ourselves. It's about using what has been bestowed on us to touch lives, nurture souls, and leave the world a little better off than we found it. It's about sharing, caring, and loving our fellow person enough to want to provide them a little assistance to help them get through their everyday lives. It's about spreading kindness in the world in hopes that it will take root and inspire others to do the same. Every act that you perform today has the opportunity to change the world in some small or large way something you may say, some talent or gift you may share, or something you may do has the potential to be someone's strength, inspiration, or reason not to give up. Sharing also provides us the opportunity to nurture our own souls and make us the people that we really want to be. I shared a picture on the Bring Smiles to Seniors program Facebook page about a year ago and it went viral and the picture said the worst feeling isn't being lonely, it's being forgotten. And so I titled this message, Being Lonely and Being Forgotten are Different. One of the most important lessons that comes out of this quote is the fact that it points out a clear distinction between being lonely and being forgotten. When we first started the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, we called it Bring Smiles to Forgotten Seniors. And one of the reasons that I started the program was because I saw so many seniors in communities that no longer had the benefit of family or friend visits, Cards showing up in the mail, flowers being delivered to their community, or even just a hug from a loved one. As a society, we spend an enormous amount of money on the young and the thriving middle-aged population. Yet when it comes to our elderly, the resources to take care of them are far and few between, even though we all wind up there someday. Seniors are one of our most precious resources. They hold our history in their thoughts and minds. They trailblaze causes and rights that we may have never had, They provided and cared for us in our early years and beyond, and they sacrificed so we could have and often went without so that we would not have to. They earned the right to not be forgotten and for us to ensure that they are never lonely. I mentioned that there is a clear distinction between being forgotten and being lonely. While being lonely is certainly a side effect of being forgotten, we all get lonely. Someone may be away and we miss them. We find ourselves sick and having to stay in when all our friends are out together. Everyone is busy and we have to find something to do by ourselves. We recently lost a loved one and find ourselves alone. Many things that can make any of us lonely at any given time. They are natural occurrences in life, but what is unnatural, however, is the loneliness caused by being forgotten. Being forgotten implies that we're no longer wanted. The opportunity for someone to be able to cure our loneliness is there, it's just that no one's taking the action to do it. It's as if at some point in life we become so self-absorbed that those that made our own lives possible no longer matter. Parents and grandparents who took care of us are no longer an integral part of what we do. It takes too much effort to visit, to call, to care for, to love. Whether it was by some unfortunate occurrence or just a lack of caring, the seniors in our lives are simply forgotten, and that is a sad thing. I love my family. I was by my grandmother's side until she passed away. I visit my mom and dad and have them visit me. I remember elderly people that I've been in contact with for years through cards and other means. And now through the Bring Smiles to Seniors program, we'll make sure that seniors all over the country will be reminded that someone cares, that they're not alone, and they are certainly not forgotten. If you have someone in your life that you have lost touch with, reinstate that contact. Let them know they are loved and cared for. Fill that hole in their heart and at the same time, inject a little life in yours. This final message came from a quote that I saw that said, love the people God gave you because he'll need them back one day. And I titled this message, they are only on loan. The more time I spend with my mom and dad lately, the more of this quote resonates with me. It's also really hit home when I was spending time with my grandmother when she was in her senior community. However, where it really hits home the most is when there's someone that we want or need to make contact with and delay for one reason or another, only to wind up with that person gone. It's then too late for us to make the connection that we wish we had made. We all have busy lives that keep us from doing the things that we want or need to do. However, our lives should never get so busy that we fail to keep in contact and acknowledge the ones that we love. Every day on the news, we hear of individuals who met with untimely circumstances that ended their life way before their time. There was no way anyone could have seen it coming, and suddenly all the things you wish you could have said become impossible. That often leaves individuals with a sense of regret that no one wants to deal with. Ensuring interactions with your loved ones and people that you care about becomes especially important when they are dealing with debilitating diseases or conditions such as Alzheimer's or dementia. It's very easy to convince ourselves that it doesn't matter that we don't visit because they aren't there anymore anyway. We justify it by telling ourselves that they won't know we are there and question what the purpose for going really is. In reality, we don't know what they know. While physically or verbally they may not be able to say to us what they want to say, all you have to do is look deep into their eyes to know that the person you always knew is still there somewhere. I've talked about this subject before and it seems to always be a good reminder I inevitably hear from someone that it prompts them to make an outreach to a person that they had been meaning to contact. And sometimes it encourages individuals to mend a broken relationship that was once important to them just in the nick of time. Other times, it just reminds people of the importance of remembering those close to us and to cherish them while we can. I always say that friends, family, and loved ones are on loan to us for this lifetime. They were put into our lives for a reason. They help teach us life lessons They mold and shape us into who we are. They are what makes our life beautiful, exciting, and complete. If you have someone that you have been meaning to reach out to, make that outreach today. Both you and they will smile because you did. And that's it for this episode of Mornings with Ron. I appreciate you tuning in and listening this week and being a part of our journey I appreciate all the feedback that you've been giving about the previous podcast that we've put out there, and I appreciate you being a part of my life and sharing your stories with me that help inspire me to deliver these messages. So as you go out into this great big world of ours this week, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles.